Witches are reawakening to their power all over the world right now. The world is being reclaimed. We celebrate in gratitude. Welcome to Bossy Bruja Podcast with your host, Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. Ayo is here to encourage and inspire you to live your best, most enchanted life. On this podcast, we'll discuss magic, empowering ideas, powerful spiritual practices, and books to support you on your path. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so grateful you're here. Here's Ayo. Peace and blessings. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited about today's episode. First of all, Merry Christmas to everyone listening in. Today's topic is fear and courage and failure. Some of my favorite topics. These are the uh, areas of success that a lot of people, you may hear Wicca tumbling around in the background. She's playing with some of her Christmas toys. Um, (laughs) so these are the areas of success that I think a lot of people shy away from and don't talk about enough, but these are the fun parts. These are, these are the parts where you set yourself up for a great comeback, where you get to see just how resilient and how powerful and strong you are, uh, what you're made of. These are the fun parts of success. Uh, not that, you know, buying the, the cars cash and the new clothes and all of the cute little baubles and trappings of, um, financial success in particular and uh, gaining a name for yourself and a reputation or making a name for yourself, making a reputation for yourself, growth and all those other wonderful things aren't fun, but this is like the nitty gritty. This is what really um, separates the the dabblers from the masters. This is what uh, removes those people who are just playing around with it from the people who are here with a warrior's mentality and who will <laughs> allow themselves to be stretched, who will be go- will go beyond uh, what they think they're capable of going beyond, who will persist in the face of adversity and grind it out. Like I'm so excited about this particular episode. I hope you are too. So we're gonna start out with some of my notes. Um, that I wrote a few days ago, it was really important for me to get on the mic as soon as I possibly could to share these ideas while they're still hot in my mind and while they're still on my heart. So here's what I have written. You are an immensely powerful being with great potential and as much right to be here in the world enjoying life as anyone. Begin playing the game. Use your mind to create and add value to this space. Be courageous. Courageous is the ability or courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Okay. So I went into notes here about how we develop courage. So the first thing I want you to know is no one is more or less afraid than you. Fear is built into our nervous system in our old brain. It's an ancient survival mechanism. And the real issue with fear isn't its existence. It's the origin When we feel fear in the present moment in response to a real threat, it's okay because the chemical plant inside of our bodies is giving us, in addition to fear, adrenaline for expanded capacities to fight or flee. In a word, superpower. All senses are heightened. Faculties are brought online. It's amazing. But when we fear something that originates in the mental faculty of imagination, then the best redress I know for this imaginary evil 
is logic. Logic is reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. Validity is the quality of being factually or logically sound. It's soundness or cogency. Cogency is the quality of being clear, logical, or factual. Reason is to think, understand, form judgments by a process of logic, find an answer to a problem by considering various possible solutions, the power of the mind to think, understand, and form judgments, a cause, explanation, or justification for an action or event, and judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Now, my opinion, my thought is that fear is actually empowering. Doing things you're afraid to do, studying your fear and walking into it rather than attempting to escape it or using the existence of this natural human skill against yourself. Okay, that's where it gets that's where it gets problematic is when you're using your fear against yourself. You're using it as a reason to retreat. You're using it as a reason to back out um, of your goal to no longer go after what you wanted to go after. So do what, sh- what scares you because it's the road to power because you will be developing your selfhood, your individuality or your individual identity. Uh, and those are things that distinguish you or set you apart and make you stand out because I think the real enemy is conformity, which is going to come up as I, I tell you my ideas of how to uh, develop courage. Okay. So developing courage, my first tip is breaking out of line, breaking out of step with the masses, with popular distractions. Everybody talk, everybody be on the same stuff, the same trends, talking about the same things, thinking about the same things. And that's why doing the same things, eating the same things, whatever's hot, whatever's popping, wearing the same things, speaking the same kinds of language. You understand watching the same shows. It's no wonder that the masses create the same kinds of problems or you see one problem affect millions of people at the same time. They're all using their minds in the same way. So to develop courage is first of all about breaking out of line, breaking out of step with the masses and with their popular distractions. Now, another reason that this develops courage is because one of the greatest fears of humanity is other people's opinions. You stepping out of line, you breaking out of step with the masses, you're automatically weird. You're automatically catching the attention of other people, being questioned, being looked at funny. If you can stand that, baby, you can stand anything. Two, for developing courage is transcending the limiting beliefs and unexamined assumptions you were given by others. Start to question this. Why is it that you can't do this, that, or the other? Why is it that you have to believe the, the world started a certain way or that your you know death experience is going to lead to a certain thing? Why? When you begin to question these things, these things that maybe you just accepted as true because you've always believed them and people who raised you believe them and they believe them. Your beliefs create your life. So if your life is not what you desire it to be, then we have some beliefs we need to examine. Beliefs about money, beliefs about work, beliefs about ourselves. Wicca. Child, this child is crazy. <laughs> Wicca. Stop. Um, okay, so <laughs> number three, transforming your self-talk. 
and running new internal dialogues. You can install new dialogues, new self-talk with affirmations and affirmative prayer. Okay, so if you have not uh, listened to our other podcast yet, I encourage you to do so. It's Bossy Bruja Prayers. We have um, meditations and, and, and prayers and affirmations you can listen to over there. Number four is breaking from these dialogues with meditation. So one of the things you might need to practice doing is creating more space, more stillness in your mind. With meditation, sitting down, focusing on your breath, listening to your own breath, the rise and fall of your breath, and remembering, reminding yourself that you're still here, you still have time, you're worthy of everything because you have the breath of the Most High, you have the living spirit of the Most High inside of you, you're worthy of everything else after that. Number five is transforming your self-concept. This is a very courageous act because often we are who other people think we are. We kind of show up the ways that other people expect us to show up. But when you take control of your self-concept, that is who you think you are, then you begin to move different. And in response to your different movements, people will begin to react to you and treat you differently. So that's another courageous act is that you don't have to be who other people have told you you are or who other people think you are or who they expect you to be. Number six is developing self-trust through action. Self-trust is another uh, phrase for confidence. You trusting yourself. When you do what you said you were going to do, this increases your self-trust or your confidence in yourself. So taking action in spite of fear can make you a more confident person. Number seven is setting grand goals. Set big goals. Even if no one you know in real real life or in your network of people has ever achieved the things that you desire to achieve, it, it does not matter. It doesn't matter if you have, have ever seen it. You can be the first. It doesn't matter if other people think that you can't. They don't have to. Their belief is not um, a prerequisite for your success. Only your belief matters because your belief is what creates your life. And again, if we go back to number seven is transforming your self-concept. It doesn't matter if another person thinks that you can be successful or not. If you do, if you do believe you can be successful and you can, okay? Because if no one else in your whole entire network or in your family, in your friend circle believe that you can be successful, I know that you can be successful. So... In this instance, what you believe about yourself, and if you need a cosign, I'm giving you my cosign right now. I believe you can. I know you can. My understanding of universal laws and of the spirit within you is beyond me thinking or even believing. It's a knowing. I know that you can. Now, number seven, setting grand goals. This is good because it takes courage to set goals at all, to dare to imagine or to uh, project or to forecast new experiences, relationships, circumstances, and conditions for yourself in your life. That's a bold move to set any goal at all, but especially to think big, and one thing you often hear, or you'll often hear when you uh, study success materials is that it doesn't take any extra effort or energy or work to contemplate or to think 
um, positively and to think of big goals than to think of small pinched off goals or no goals at all. Eight, caring more how you feel in your own mind, heart, body, and experience than what others say or think. Listen closely. Here's a note about these bitches, okay? They always talking, but they didn't make you and they can't unmake you. They don't create your life, you do. So instead of assuming that you're not good enough, assume that you're perfectly worthy and will be well-received. And in some cases, you too damn good. You're too good. Now, when all else fails, add value to other people's lives, encourage them, support them, share your knowledge, because it's very difficult to hate someone who's so giving, although miserable people will always find a way, okay? You'll find more people love a cheerful giver than hate on her. And those are the people you focus on. Those are your people. Those are the ones that you're here to serve. Haters, they're nothing but free advertisement. That's all they are, okay? Just a little bit of um, an external manifestation of your your own doubts. That's all that is. And it's okay for them to, to show up. Just, you know, you lovingly acknowledge if they're saying anything maybe that you could reflect on. If they're offering you any ways that you might be able to improve or grow. You take that as constructive criticism and you move on with your life. Now, I think it's a terror that we've been taught by religion when we're still growing and adapting to our bodies in the world to not think too highly of ourselves because success in any area of life requires us to think highly of ourselves and to to have standards, to strive for improvement and to free ourselves from dissatisfying conditions, situations, relationships, and beliefs. In other words, we never seek more. We never seek better until we know we deserve it and are worthy of it. Okay. So what this is talking about is dignity and dignity is a state or quality of being worthy of honor and respect. And then honor means high respect, great esteem. So let's get back into fear. Fear accompanies movement. It accompanies growth. It accompanies expansion and movement into new territory. Because if you think about, if you think about success as an actual um, range of land or a, an actual plane, um, of land. When you move into new land, you move into new territory, especially as ancient peoples, you don't know what to expect. You don't know if another tribe inhabits this land. You don't know what's going on with the fauna. You could be poisonous fauna. You're walking through. It could be, um, there could be a herd of animals nearby, maybe a, a pride of lions nearby. You don't know what the hell you're getting yourself into. So the fear accompanies us as we move into physical new territory and it accompanies us as we move into immaterial uh, new territory, whether it's a new market of business or um, your, your audience online is growing. So you have literal new people in the area um, or in, in your virtual space. They constitute new territory. So it's natural for fear to come up when you are facing new conditions or facing the unknown. That's natural. That means that growth is occurring, movement and expansion are occurring. So facing fear and moving in spite of fear or literally going in the direction of that which scares you develops courage. 
Now, I want to take a moment to talk about failure because my thought, my feeling, my intuition is that most people don't get started on anything because they are afraid to fail. They're afraid to fail publicly. They're afraid for people to watch them as they fail. But let me tell you something. Failure, I learned this recently, is the best thing I've ever heard about failure. I want to share it with you. I heard someone say, failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is a part of success. Failure can be extremely fun. It is a beautiful time to chop the things that aren't working, to re-strategize, replan, come back at it again. And let me just tell you that the people who you're afraid to fail in front of ain't got much fucking going on themselves. Okay. So you don't need to be afraid to fail in front of these motherfuckers. A lot of these people are just speculators. They're hoping that you fail. They're holding their breath that you fail because it's going to make them feel less like losers. Okay. I'm just being honest with you right now because the people that we're afraid of failing in front of are often people whose opinion is that if we really examined it, we don't really respect them. We don't really care enough. Um, about we don't really care about their opinions because they don't have anything that we desire. So the respect level is not really there. It's just an inherited thing, like a, a embarrassment thing <laughs> that we got from other people that you don't want to step out of line with the masses, that you don't want to look weird to people, that you don't want to, you don't want other people to see you not winning a hundred percent of the time, but nobody wins a hundred percent of the time, babe. And when you're failing, Nipsey Hussle said it's a, it's a minor setback for a major comeback. It is a part of the path of success. Failure can be frightening, but it can also introduce you to your what Napoleon Hill calls your other self. The warrior spirit within you, the one who literally loves a challenge. The part of you that craves it. Yes, let me figure out how to fix this. Let me figure out a way around this. It is okay to not be perfect. It's okay to not be perfect 100% of the time. It's okay to not be winning 100% of the time because when you're not winning, you're learning. And when you take those moments of, I feel like the whole planet right now is going through a moment of failure, is going through a setback. This is an extraordinary time for us to reflect on our our goals to take uh, stock of what skills, what resources, what knowledge we have in our possession that we can make profitable, that we can make pay us. What have you learned? One of my favorite things uh, during this season has been one of the favorite thing that, things that I saw is when people started making face masks. I saw some people, I, you know, I follow a lot of uh <laughs> witchy folks online and some of them you just fucking hate prosperity it's kind of difficult sometimes uh to follow witch folk online because they uh play a hippie role to their own detriment right it's, it's almost like they don't know um that we live in a value-based uh economy a value-based world you give value and people uh compensate you with value in, in return you know they they just fucking hate money and i i you know if you hate money but you're gonna hate me okay because i i'm i'm a money girl i'm a money witch all right um so i was following this girl and she said you know i'm gonna make these masks for you but i'm gonna i'm gonna give them to you for free and you know i don't want to capitalize off of this um difficult time we're going through right now how many masks have you purchased 
I want you personally, how many masks? I have like 20 masks and then I have a big box of um, medical masks. I have all the masks. I have glittery masks, pink masks. Someone just gave me a mask from um, Fashion Nova with Santa Muerte on it. I have all the masks. Why, wouldn't you rather purchase a mask as a witch? Wouldn't you rather purchase a mask from another witch? than to buy it from some random gas station off of, off of Highway 95? Like, wouldn't you rather buy it from a witch? Wouldn't you rather prosper someone in your own community, pour into her as she provides you with some essential thing? I was so excited about people who were selling, selling masks. I said, that's a really, really smart investment. And then there are all these cute new designs for masks. Um, other these wonderful things where you can wear the different things that people use to identify themselves with masks. I thought it was genius. I thought it was brilliant. But not allowing yourself to be prospered, that I think that's a, a self-esteem issue. I think that's a worthiness issue that we have to get over as we move forward. Because what I've observed, especially from um, these young, uh, usually non-POC entrepreneurs online, is they never assume and this is what you see this a lot uh, with appropriation, you know, what we call appropriation in the spiritual communication uh, community. I'm sorry, um, is that a lot of white folk just don't assume that they can't do be or have. They just don't assume it. Now, for people who have always assumed that they can't, that things are off limit to them. And it's not I don't um, think it's necessarily a respect thing. I think that it's a. Um, a self-concept thing. When you are literally bred to believe that the world is yours, that you can be, do, have, think, move however the hell you want to. You just move a certain way. It's a surprise to some of these girls that they they shouldn't be claiming <laughs> to practice an, an African derivative, a, a, a black slave magic. Like it's, they don't, they're, they're what? I can't do something? <laughs> They're confused. But when you understand how confidence work and how people are trained, how they're trained to believe that the world belongs to them, that they can be, do, or have anything. What I'm saying to you, especially the POCs, particularly the black women who listen to my podcast, is all this shit belongs to you. That was my first hoodoo lesson from Hoodoo Hannah. That was the first lesson before she told me I needed to start listening to Prince music. The first lesson in hoodoo, all this shit is yours. That's what she told me. I said, can I practice hoodoo? Imagine me a black girl in the South asking if I can practice hoodoo. She said, all this shit belongs to you. All this shit is yours. That was my first lesson in hoodoo. And I want to pass that lesson on to you that you need to, oh, I have, I have chills all over my skin right now. Um, I want you to move like a God of the earth. I want you to move like your confidence is perfect, even when it's not perfect. I want you to walk into the things that frightened you. I want you to get up and speak and allow your voice to be heard, even as your voice is trembling. I want you to self-promote and sell your wares and start your business and do that thing that has been bursting to get out of you because this is your life and you can to create it for yourself and despite anything that the world has tried to convince you of understand that the majority of the things you have been taught 
are a lie. And most people do not know anything about success principles because most people are not taught success principles. These are literally not things, for the most part, that you can stumble upon. Unless you're listening to people like Jay-Z, Nipsey Hussle, Russ, or you are following along with you know people who have made it a study in their own lives and listening to what they have to say. This is not material that you're just going to stumble upon. There's an old saying, if you want to hide something from a Negro, hide it in a book. Okay, y'all, we all know that saying. You have to make a purposeful study of these things. I remember in my 20s that I would avoid, and I've been reading success material since I was 16, but there were certain books that I wouldn't touch because I felt like I wouldn't be able to mentally grasp them. I thought I wouldn't be able to understand them, so I avoided reading them. You understand what I'm saying? But these books are written in such a plain language that that you will understand them. You will understand. And if there's a word you don't understand, uh, that's what the, the dictionary is for. You got a dictionary right on your cell phone. Look that word up and keep reading it and rereading it and asking questions. And sometimes I had to go read a whole other book before I could finish a, a book I was reading. And your intuition will guide you in those things. But regardless of if you fear, you're not a bad person or you're not wrong because you have fears. But do not allow your fears to run the show. You're in charge. The spirit in you. You're in charge. The fear is a a beckoning. It's an invitation. Move in the direction of what is causing the fear. Move towards the fear. And what you find is that your territory begins to expand. You begin to grow. You move into the unknown, but you also will develop your own character, your own identity, and you will learn more about yourself than you can learn by sitting and standing still. And as a last note, the people that you really care about their opinion Okay, the people who have created success and continue to create success uh, in their lives for themselves and their families, their opinions. Let me tell you something. You see somebody fall, you see somebody fail, and you're a successful person, you don't ever, you're not happy about it. You're not happy about it. Two things will happen. Either you're going to rush to try and help this person up, or you're going to be watching for the comeback. We as successful people are more excited. Think about it. People who have a success philosophy, yourself included, when you see a person come back, that's when you get hype. You don't get hype when you see people fall down. I don't even, I can't even laugh when I see a person physically fall down. That's not funny to me. That's not funny. When a person falls or they experience some kind of a failure, what's exciting for me is how they recover, how they bounce back how they demonstrate their absolute resilience. Now, that's all I want to say for this episode. <laughs> I hope that was, uh, I think that was easy enough to follow along. Um, and I pray that you got a lot of uh, good nuggets out, out of it. And I f- hope that you feel inspired to take action, to go after your goals and your dreams. It's 2021 in a few days. Make it count. Fuck it up, sis. I love you. We'll talk soon. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Bossy Bruja podcast. We're inspired by you and hope you are inspired along with us. To learn more about Ayadeli and to find more ways to live your best, most enchanted life, 
Go to bossybruja.com, bossybruja.com, where you can read the blog, find prayers, invocations, and our witchcraft shop, where we have a carefully selected curation from books to abalone shells, crystals to smudges, and many delights in between. We are with you in this reawakening and are so glad you're here. Stay bossy, Bruja.